The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Time for the Heroic Minute. One, two, three, up and out of bed and pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, October 14th, 2021, Thursday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Callistus I. Callistus had a rough life before he became Pope. He was a slave in charge of the bank and lost the money. He was arrested for brawling in a Jewish synagogue. He eventually straightened out and was made superintendent of the cemetery in Rome, still called the Cemetery of St. Callistus. He was a friend of the Pope and became a deacon and was eventually elected Pope. Callistus was martyred during a local disturbance in Rome. He's the first Pope except for Peter to be commemorated as a martyr. Pope St. Callistus died in the year 223. St. Callistus, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of Thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech Thee that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. Along with Pope Francis, we pray that every baptized person may be engaged in evangelization available to the mission by being witnesses of a life that has the flavor of the gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In today's Gospel, we have a meeting with our Lord, as happened many times, with a group of scribes and Pharisees. We hear from St. Luke. The Lord said, Woe to you who build the memorials of the prophets, whom your fathers killed. Consequently, you bear witness and give consent to the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them, and you do the building. And in a further phrase, You have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourselves did not enter and you stopped those trying to enter. Here we have a standoff between you, Lord, whom I know are the way, the truth, and the life, and this group of Pharisees, who were then considered the experts in how to live, Judaism and right living. Lord, why did they annoy you so? I think it must have been that they taught that the core of living religion was the strict observance of the law, including the many ceremonial laws. In a parable you gave, Lord, you said, you put on the lips of a Pharisee, I thank you, God, that I am not like the rest of men, extortioners, dishonest, adulterers, 
or even like this publican. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes in all I possess. I don't think you're condemning them, Lord, for not being evil or paying those tithes, but for putting that as the fulfillment of the law. When you said, didn't you, that love is the fulfillment of the law. And then what does that mean to love? The many ways you put it in other parables, the parable of the Good Samaritan, for instance. One can diagnose this attitude as presumption, perhaps even call it the presumption of the pious. When the explorer and journalist Henry Morton Stanley met up with another explorer, David Livingstone, in Central Africa, he uttered those words, Livingstone, I presume, but he did have a basis for that presumption, for perhaps those are the only two Europeans within surrounding 1,000 miles. But the basis of presumption that the Pharisees and scribes had, and you and I could have, Lord, preserve us from that, is a deeper thing. Presumption gives me a kind of security. Right now, truly, I am in this state, the way, of not yet. I am a pilgrim, Lord, and you call me along the way behind you. We're all pilgrims, wayfarers, and we have the love of you, Lord God, and your grace. And we take up the hand of hope, for it is the way through the tension, the tension of the freedom I have to walk away from you, Lord. But the desire in my heart to have you love himself, unbounded, and forever you have given me this great gift of faith. And faith has of its fruit hope. And then hope leads to love. This is a lot of work and brings with it a lot of beginning again. And Lord, you know, I don't like that uncertainty. I don't like it. Then Cardinal Ratzinger spoke of this Pelagianism of the pious. He said about those who have it, they do not want any forgiveness from God nor indeed any gift from him at all. They want to be okay themselves, wanting not forgiveness, but their just reward. They want security, not hope. By means of a tough and rigorous system of religious practices, by means of prayers and actions, they want to create for themselves a right to blessedness. What they lack is the humility essential to any love, the humility to be able to receive what was given over and above what we have deserved and achieved. The denial of hope in favor of security that we are faced with here rests on the inability to bear the tension of waiting for what is to come and to abandon ourselves to God's goodness. This type of abandonment takes up the image of being a child of God, being vulnerable, being needy, always needing to cry out to our Lord, to look for his grace, to seek the Lord always, and have our courage come from knowing his love in hope. Spiritual childhood points to this littleness, requires this humility, but it implies my greatness as well. The greatness that I know that, that you, Lord, died for me, shed all your blood for me, me in particular, not just for mankind, and that you're calling me to be this child of God. Cardinal Ratzinger goes on to say, this kind of Pelagianism 
is thus an apostasy from love and from hope, but also at the profoundest level from faith too. Man hardens his heart against himself, against others, and ultimately against God. Man needs God's divinity, but no longer his love. He puts himself in the right, and a God that does not cooperate becomes his enemy. Is this, Lord, what we see in your meeting today with those Pharisees and scribes? How they were hard-headed and couldn't open their ears to hear the words that would lead them to conversion, their hearts open to love and hope and faith. Lord Jesus, when you ask me to take on this understanding that I'm a child of God, you know that children are always fearful, but there's a good fear, a fear of displeasing my Father God. But this is a salutary fear. One can perhaps say it's the flip side of hope. If I fear to sin out of filial love, then I can hope. What is the other kind of fear if I give in to this presumption? It's a damaged fear, a damaged hope that cannot endure the tension of awaiting this gift of your love, which cannot be forced. One caught in this presumption is striving for security instead of striving for the real relationship with you, Lord. When you look at a married couple, you see on their finger rings of fidelity. These are but symbols of the self-gift between the two. But is the ring magic? No, the dialogue between the two, the gift of each other day to day, the forgiveness beginning again, knowing that any one day maybe it could be lost. Love could be lost. But there is a kind of certainty here. It's a certainty I began this prayer time with, that you see me, that you hear me, that you love me. And at any moment I can turn to you, Lord, I can tell you anything, as a child does. I am sorry. Help me. Look at this, Lord. I want that. I thank you for this. This relation, born of love, the dialogue, is really the love that I can live powerfully in hope. Temptation to want that security, Lord, I, I have it like anyone else. I'd like it all to be over now. I'd like to be with you in heaven now. But you have a work for me here below, work of love. And the presumptuous person, well, what's their difficulty? Ratzinger says, this kind of striving for security rests on the total self-assertion of the ego, which refuses to take the risk of emerging from its shell and entrusting itself to the other. This, in fact, is the test for the absence of love. Jesus, when you said perfect love casts out fear, I think you meant this, the love of a child of God, knowing oneself to be a child of God. Whereas imperfect, love does not cast out the other kind of fear, the fear of punishment. When I raise my heart to you, Lord, as a child, I receive the grace of being courageous, courageous to overcome in that love, the fear of how little I am and how close I am to perhaps one day mortally sinning and losing you forever. But I can gain you forever in grace as you want it. I have fears like any child, but when I contemplate you, Lord, my God, I feel I can be led by the Spirit 
I can go to the Father. I can call out to Christ Jesus and know that you are here. You see me, that you hear me, that you love me. Protect me from presumption, my Lord. Do not keep away from me the fears, but help me purify them in love, a love that lived out from faith and hope. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 past the hour. We'll pray the hours next. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, October 14th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin the liturgical day joining with the whole church in prayer led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing. Till the ends of the earth revere him. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy.
Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their Their own strength could could not save them. It It was was your strength and the light of your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my king, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you. Though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path, yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out? He who knows the secrets of the heart. It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. 
Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The Church formed at the cost of your precious blood is even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Let the light of your face shine on me, O Lord. Teach me your ways of holiness. From the book of the prophet Zechariah, this word of the Lord of hosts came. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I am intensely jealous for Zion, stirred to jealous wrath for her. Thus says the Lord, I will return to Zion, and I will dwell within Jerusalem. Jerusalem shall be called the faithful city, and the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Old men and old women, each with staff in hand because of old age, shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem. The city shall be filled with boys and girls playing in her streets. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Even if this should seem impossible in the eyes of the remnant of this people, shall it in those days be impossible in my eyes also, says the Lord of hosts? Thus says the Lord of hosts, Lo, I will rescue my people from the land of the rising sun and from the land of the setting sun. I will bring them back to dwell within Jerusalem. They shall be my people, and I will be their God with faithfulness and justice. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Let your hands be strong, you who in these days hear these words spoken by the prophets on the day when the foundation of the house of the Lord of hosts was laid for the building of the temple. For before those days there were no wages for men or hire for beasts. Those who came and went had no security from the enemy, for I set every man against his neighbor. But now I will not deal with the remnant of this people, as in former days, says the Lord of hosts, for it is the seed time of peace. The vine shall yield its fruit, the land shall bear its crops, and the heavens shall give their due. All these things I will have the remnant of the people possess. Just as you were a curse among the nations, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so will I save you, that you may be a blessing. Do not fear, but let your hands be strong. Thus says the Lord of hosts, As I determined to harm you when your fathers provoked me to wrath, says the Lord of hosts, and I did not relent, so again in these days I have determined to favor Jerusalem and the house of Judah. Do not fear. These, then, are the things you should do. Speak the truth to one another. Let there be honesty and peace in the judgments at your gates, 
And let none of you plot evil against another in his heart, nor love a false oath. For all these things I hate, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, There shall yet come peoples, the inhabitants of many cities, and the inhabitants of one city shall approach those of another, and say, Come, let us go to implore the favor of the Lord, and I too will go to seek the Lord. Many peoples and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and to implore the favor of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, In those days ten men of every nationality, speaking different tongues, shall take hold, yes, take hold of every Jew by the edge of his garment, and say, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. The Word of the Lord Thanks be to God. Thus says the Lord, I will rescue my people from the lands of the east and the lands of the west. Let Let your hands be strong, you who hear these words proclaimed by the prophets. You are the children of the prophets, heirs of the covenant God made with our fathers. Let your hands be strong, you who hear these words proclaimed by the prophets. A reading from a treatise on John by St. Augustine, Bishop. No one comes to me unless the Father draws him. Do not think that you are drawn against your will. The will is drawn also by love. We must not be afraid of men who weigh words, but are far from understanding what belongs above all to divine truth. They may find fault with this passage of Scripture and say to us, How can I believe of my own free will if I am drawn to believe? I answer, It is not enough that you are moved by the will, for you are drawn also by desire. What does this mean to be drawn by desire? Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. The heart has its own desires. It takes delight, for example, in the bread from heaven. The poet could say, Everyone is drawn by his own desire, not by necessity but by desire, not by compulsion but by pleasure. We can say then with greater force that one who finds pleasure in truth, in happiness, in justice, in everlasting life, is drawn to Christ, for Christ is all these things. Are our bodily senses to have their desires, but not the will? If the will does not have its desires, how can Scripture say, The children of men will find their hope under the shadow of your wings, They will drink their fill from the plenty of your house, and you will give them drink from the running stream of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life, and in your light we shall see light. Show me one who loves. He knows what I mean. Show me one who is full of longing, one who is hungry, one who is a pilgrim and suffering from thirst in the desert of this world, eager for the fountain in the homeland of eternity. Show me someone like that, and he knows what I mean. But if I speak to someone without feeling, he does not understand what I am saying. You have only to show a leafy branch to a sheep, and it is drawn to it. If you show nuts to a boy, he is drawn to them. He runs to them because he is drawn, drawn by love, drawn without any physical compulsion, drawn by a chain attached to his heart. Everyone is drawn by his own desire. This is a true saying, and earthly delights and pleasures set before those who love them 
succeed in drawing them. If this is so, are we to say that Christ revealed and set before us by the Father does not draw us? What does the soul desire more than truth? Why then does the soul have hungry jaws, a spiritual palate, as it were, sensitive enough to judge the truth, if not in order to eat and drink wisdom, justice, truth, eternal life? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, that is, here on earth. They shall be satisfied, that is, in heaven. Christ says, I give each what he loves. I give each the object of his hope. He will see what he believed in, though without seeing it. What he now hungers for, he will eat. What he now thirsts for, he will drink to the full. When? At the resurrection of the dead. For I will raise him up on the last day. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. All All who who have have listened listened to the the Father and and learned from him come to me. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught by God. All All who who have listened to the Father and learned from him come to me. Let us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after, and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday of the 28th week in Ordinary Time, October 14th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord has yet more words for the scribes and Pharisees. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your fathers killed. So you are witnesses and consent to the deeds of your fathers. For they killed them, and you build their tombs. Therefore also the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and persecute, that the blood of all the prophets shed from the foundation of the world may be required of this generation, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it shall be required of this generation. Woe to you lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. As Jesus went away from there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to press him hard and to provoke him to speak of many things, lying in wait for him to catch at something he might say. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the Relevant Radio app. It's important to remember that God has a specific mission for each one of us to fulfill. That's called 
a vocation. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. From the loneliness of his prison cell, St. Paul writes a letter to the first Christians in Ephesus. He begins with a pan of thanksgiving for all the gifts he has received from the Lord, especially the gift of his vocation. God has likewise chosen each one of us to be his disciples, to extend his kingdom on earth. The apostle emphasizes the radical equality that characterizes the universal call to holiness. Before the world was made, he chose us, chose us in Christ to be holy and spotless and to live through love in his presence, determining that we should become his adopted sons through Jesus Christ for his own kind purposes, to make us praise the glory of his grace, his free gift to us in the beloved in whom through his blood we gain our freedom, the forgiveness of our sins. Each one of us has been called from all eternity to fulfill a divine vocation. God the Father brought us into life, No one has been born by accident. He created our soul. He drew us into his intimate life through the sacrament of baptism. By means of this sacrament, God has commissioned us. He has put his seal upon us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. He has given us a specific work to accomplish in this life and has prepared a place for us in heaven. Within the universal call to holiness, God also has a specific vocation in mind for each of his children. He calls the great majority of the faithful to live in the middle of the world so as to sanctify temporal realities. God calls a small number of his children to withdraw from the world and live a consecrated life, thereby giving a public testimony for the glory of God. The Lord helps us to become aware of and understand our vocation in a mysterious and delicate fashion. Even within the vocation of married couples, single people, and priests, God points out a personal path to his love. In fact, from eternity, God has thought of us and has loved us as unique individuals. Every one of us he called by name as the Good Shepherd calls his sheep by name. However, only in the unfolding of the history of our lives and its events is the eternal plan of God revealed to each of us. Therefore, it is a gradual process, in a certain sense, the one that happens day by day. To be able to discover the actual will of the Lord in our lives always involves the following, a receptive listening to the Word of God and the Church, fervent and constant prayer, recourse to a wise and loving spiritual guide, and a faithful discernment of the gifts and talents given by God, as well as the diverse social and historic situations in which one lives. As time goes on, God leads us by the hand to higher and higher degrees of sanctity. If we are faithful, if we are listening carefully, the Holy Spirit will guide us through the normal events and circumstances of our life to a deeper love for God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful, you are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails. My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk, To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, Save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. The Lord Lord will make make a river of peace flow flow through Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who are mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem 
you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Let us, Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing to our God, for he is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars and calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O sing to the Lord, giving thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warrior strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him and those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem, you know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts, that are broken. Gather together those who have been scattered and enrich us all from the plentitude of your eternal wisdom. Let, Let us, us joyfully, joyfully praise the Lord, Lord our, our God. God. A reading from the letter to the Romans. The sufferings of the present are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed in us. Indeed, the whole created world eagerly awaits the revelation of the sons of God. Creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but by him who once subjected it. Yet not without hope, because the world itself will be freed from its slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. In the early hours of the morning, I think of you, O Lord. In, In the, the early, early hours, hours of the, of the morning, morning, I think, think of, of you, O Lord. Lord. Always you are there to help me. I, I think, think of, of you, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. In, In the, the early, early hours of the morning, morning 
I think of you, O Lord. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord and forgive us our sins. Let us pray to God, who gives salvation to his people. You are our life, O Lord. You are our life, O Lord. Blessed are you, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for by your mercy we have been reborn to a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You are our life, O Lord. You made man in your image and renewed him in Christ. Mold us into the likeness of your Son. You You are are our life, life, O Lord. Lord. Pour out your love through the Holy Spirit. Heal our hearts, wounded by hatred and jealousy. You You are are our life, O Lord. Lord. Today, grant work to laborers, bread to the hungry, joy to the sorrowful. Grace and redemption to all men. You are our life, O Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, let the knowledge of salvation enlighten our hearts, so that freed from fear and from the power of our enemies, we may serve you faithfully all the days of our life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 
May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get moving. I'll bet it's time for you to get moving, too. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.